What's up, my Muppets? <laughs> I'm back, people. I hope you missed me. I feel like I'm Meredy Snicket's and a series of unfortunate events. So let me fill you in. I recently just got back from getting bubble tea. And I feel like I've been poisoned. No, honestly, I haven't had sugar in a minute. So I think my stuff, like my body's just like, not used to it because my stomach is doing a mamba. There was like a, um, what's that movie? Uh, not Level X, Party X or whatever that movie where they're throwing kids off the roof and stuff. And I feel like that's what's going on in my stomach. So I feel like I have limited time. So I'm going to try to make this not as long as it usually is because I usually do like 40 to an hour. But I, I do have to fill you in on some shenanigans. So I'll continue and I'll keep you updated on the festivities and going on in my abdomen. Uh, Alright, so that happened. I just feel like really sickly. But don't worry. It's not a touch of the COVID. I just, I just feel... I honestly feel like, you know, on Holly, Halloween... On Halloween when you have like a bunch of sugar... I mean, I never got sick like that, but I guess I haven't been eating fatty foods. I've been having tuna and crackers and Greek yogurt, so I, I just don't get as much sugar as I used to. But damn! Yeah, I feel really sickly. I just popped a Tylenol PM or whatever. It's definitely not a Tylenol PM, I'm lying. It was an aspirin. But it's that bootlegged aspirin. It's that uh, aspirin Walmart brand, you know, like in quotes under it. But I had one of those and apparently it's not working yet. So yeah, that happened. Uh, I In the meantime, because I took, I think I've, I think the last episode was two weeks ago. I just, I didn't have anything. I didn't really have anything good. So I said, I'll wait and I'll have more when the time comes. Wow, I feel really sick right now. I don't want to pull a Wendy Williams when she went. She, I, let me tell you the truth. That woman, she said some wild shit. I don't know when she said it, but I didn't, I didn't like it. And I was like, eh, I don't really care for Wendy Williams. But she recently burped and farted at the same time on live television. And let me tell you. I have, she has gained back my full respect. If I met Wendy, I would be like, Wendy, 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 Wendy. I don't care about your past. I don't care about the things you said. But I need to tell you, that was awesome. And I'm going to play the audio. And I'm not, I'm not goofing on her. I'm just saying that's awesome. And it really is. To be honest with you, who else do you know that, not even in your real life, who has burped and farted at the same time? And she did it on TV. And I think that's awesome. Let's see, Wendy Williams. Oh, see, I was already in my history. That's a problem. Anyway, we gotta do it. And the best part is, man, they, they show the audience and there's people laughing. Why can't people- Oh, here it is. And the best part is, is that the little fart, it's like... 
Let's see. They put a louder for you guys. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, uh, come on. It's a matter of time. She's not lonely. That's awesome. That's like a cartoon for her. And I love I apologize. I apologize. people in the back are clapping their hands. <laughs> Wendy rocks. Like I said, she, you know, she lost me a little bit because she says something. I don't know what she said, but I was like, I don't like that. And I was like, you know. But, I mean, she recovered very well. She just went, ooh, you know? And I, there's nothing to say. Like, there's no explanation. She just said, you know what happened? She moved on. She went right back to her gossip. Let me tell you, that that's like... I don't know. I don't know what to say. But let me tell you, she, she, she's easily one of my favorite people on television now. Because just from that. So she could honestly say some crazy shit and I'll give her like a pass. Um, because of that. And like I said, if I ever meet her, I'm going to slap her on the back and I'm going to say, Wendy. Like there's things that I see and hear in my life that will always be there. You know, like when I die and all the memories flash through. That'll be one of them. Do I, you know, did I want that? No. But is it, is it gonna be there yeah when i'm 80 i'll be like yeah that happened with wendy williams like my my grandkids and my kids maybe won't even know who she is but there's like pockets like little pockets in your mind and that like maybe point zero 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 i'm not even gonna say one maybe point zero maybe even one percent is filled up by that memory it's not even my memory to have but that's awesome let me tell you respect put some respect on her name if you didn't respect wendy before put some respect on her name Respect with the K. Respect. Wow. Yeah, so I'm not trying to pull a Wendy Williams. I'm not trying to pull a Wendy Williams. I do not feel so good, though. I think, honestly, if something were to happen, I'll throw up. And that wouldn't that be something if I threw a ball over my, my new computer and my microphone? I think I, I'd throw up and then I'd cry on top of everything but let's let's just move on people sorry if you get weirded out by that didn't want to go there but i'm just trying to fill you in on my life Ooh, let's see so oh yeah okay so i went skiing that was a pretty big deal because i've never gone skiing I, I i've spoken about the last time i went to an icy mountain on this podcast and that was when i went snowboarding and my instructors never taught me how to stop i'm a gutsy person so i said let me go down this you know black diamond mountain or whatever it's called and i went down there with a head full of steam with goals with as asp my aspiration in life you know I, I went down there with big aspirations and i didn't know how to stop and i was i was i must have been going like 60 miles an hour like if you were next to me i would have blown your hair back and i went down so hard i bounced three times I heard every bone in my body crack and I, there was like a, like a white, a white kind of, it was like a ghost came out of my body and then it went into the Alps and I'll never see that again. And I don't feel whole since that happened. So I said, I'm not going to go back. But then I said, skiing is something different. So I went to, uh, American snow, which, which is in New Jersey and that's the, they have like a ski lodge and they also have a water park and they have the Nickelodeon world in there. And me and my sister went to the Nickelodeon world and 
some kid like spit up water and they wouldn't let us walk past it. And I said, I could just walk past the puddle. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is pre-COVID. And then SpongeBob almost slipped in it and we almost fell out of some rides and I had to like wait online for a ride because that was like, it was a few months after they opened, but they were having a lot of difficulty still. And I was waiting for this ride and it said, oh, it'll be ready in 45 minutes. And I waited 45 minutes and then they're like, all right, the guy's here and he's going to test it. And they tested it and you see the ride going almost up like uh, there's like an incline and it makes it halfway up and then it goes down. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's it. And then I just like, you know, got upset and I complained um, and I got like a voucher, but then COVID happened. So I didn't go back and I'm going to try to, you know, finagle with them for a new voucher, but I don't think they're going to give it to me, to be honest, but I'm going to be, you know, you got to go in there aggressive and sassy. And when they see you like, let me talk to your manager, then people get scared. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, cause I'm not like that, but you know, sometimes you got to turn it on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I went skiing and, uh, at first, I didn't know what was going on, to be honest with you. Some guy was telling me, he's like, oh, it's easy. Like, he was telling me things like, oh, you just do this. I'm like, just do this? He was like, you do the spaghetti and then the french fry and then you're fine. And it's like, okay, giving me, like, child terms, uh, of like, like childish, childish foods and explaining to me that's how I stop and go. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help me. I don't, I don't know how to ski. I've never skied in my life. And this dude's like, oh, do the pizza shape and then do the french fry shape. And it's like, are you even going to show me what that shape is? I don't know. You know, I. So they were, but they're just being rude. Like, do this, do that. It's easy. What do you not get? And I was like, I'm paying you for this. So me and my friend went up. There's like a little, there's a practice area where you could do the. There's a practice area where you can do, you practice turns. And me and my friend were up there and we were like, where's the sticks? You know, we thought that they give you the sticks for skiing. And those those are for speed, but nobody told us that either. So we were up there and it's honestly like all, it's like mostly mental. Uh, so we had one guy that, that wasn't really explaining well and he was being a little sassy to me. And I was going to give it back to him, but I, I was running, you pay for like per the hour. So I'm, I'm not trying to spend my time arguing. That's for another time. So then this guy comes up to us and he's like, oh, I'll take a picture of you guys if you want. You know, and he took a picture of us, which was really sweet. Not his, not, he wasn't taking a photo of us for himself. He was taking a photo like with our phones. So don't get nervous people. But then, um, so he was like, yeah, it's like how you drive. You don't think about it. You know, and you don't look at your steering, steering wheel while you drive. You just drive in the direction. And he's like, it's the same thing with your feet. So you just like look at where you're going and your body will move towards it automatically. And I was like, that's some, that's some hippie bullshit. That's what I thought. And honestly, that is how you ski. You you look at where you're going and your feet follow. Your body just automatically goes towards where you want, which is amazing. And God bless his soul because he, he was really awesome and he was really excited for us to learn. And he was just telling me, like, you know, you come here and you don't have a good time. You hurt yourself. You never want to come back, which is what happened to me before. And he explained to us and we're just a wonderful man. If you ever get go, his name is Joe Pal. I'll drop his name. Joe Pal, he's a sweet man. If you see him, give him a hug and say this is from Mary Grace. Don't do that. It's COVID times and he'll probably think I'm a weirdo. So don't do that. But just, you could look for him. He's a sweet man. So let me go back to what I'm saying here. Um, I hope that's not his real name. Like his, I, I thought it was like his, his like rock star name or something because it just seems too good to be true. So back to what I was saying. 
my stomach is like it's like a washer machine in there washer machine um so yeah we were doing the the training area and we did that like 10 times and then me and my friend conquered it but we were like eh, we don't want to we were definitely not doing the ski lift that was not going to happen because it's it's literally the practice area then a small slope and then a humongous slope and we just weren't ready you know that's like teaching a child how to ride a bike and then it's like you expect them to go down you know mount vesuvius or something it's not going to happen you know it takes like it takes time young grasshopper you have to learn it takes time so we weren't even going to do the small slope but then we saw our man joe we did it joe we did it where the hell's my stimulus bro where's my stimulus where's where's my stimmy where's where's my stimuli my sister got it and i didn't why joe why just give me the stimulus you know let me be a part of the group that gets the stimulus it makes me sad because I keep checking and it's like, we don't have enough information or, you know, just come on, people. Just. I want to, I want to have some extra money too, you know? So back to what I was saying, you guys don't care about that. You guys don't care if I have money in my pocket. Well, maybe some of you do, but you know, mama needs a new pair of sandals. You feel me? What was I even talking about, man? I got I got all mixed up with Joe. Oh, yeah. So our, our buddy Joe was like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we we're like, we're going to go back on the, the training slope. Because we just didn't feel comfortable yet going on, on the, the small slope. And he was like, no, go up there. You guys are fine. Go up there. If you guys did the training slope, you're fine. And we were like, we weren't going to go. But then he gave us the confidence to go up there. So we went up to the, the small slope and we were awesome. Like, we both went down with ease, and I was, like, gliding, and, you know, I was making turns, and it was awesome. It was really, like, you feel so free in that moment. And they're so much easier to use, the skis, because the snowboard is so heavy, and once you go down, you're just laying there. Like, I remember, I have no core strength, so I would just lay there, and then, like, kids were doing 360s over me, and, like, you know, doing ollies off my my feet and stuff like that. So, that was just a sad moment, and... You know, they would come up to me and be like, you can't just lay here. And I'm like, I'm not doing it on purpose. I need help. I need assistance. So, just not not fun things. Not fun things that I like to remember. So, we kept doing it. And, you know, I just, sometimes I, I gotta, I do a good thing too much until it becomes a bad thing. You know? So, there was one time, he's like, you have to watch where you're going, you know? Because if you're not looking to where you're going next you're not giving yourself enough time to like make that decision to move and like you're not moving towards it so there was one time I like I wasn't I wasn't focused on where I was going I was like looking somewhere else and he's right and I took out a whole fence took it right out of the fake snow and then so that happened and I was just I was just honestly I was standing there and then I just laid there because that's, that's like my defense mechanism with skiing or, or snowboarding I just lay there after a while it's like what can I do I can't move so I just laid there until somebody helps me so my friend uh waved her hands and jumped around and then she got somebody to help and uh the guy was like that's your friend she needs help and my my friend was like yeah and then he was like but isn't it fun to watch her suffer and what kind of what kind of sick remark was that I was laying tangled up in that fence for 15 minutes And he said, but isn't it fun to watch me suffer? 
and he came over and then he took off my skis and then I walked down and I put my skis back on. But the audacity is it like aren't I paying you to to assist me? And then I was like, you know, I felt so good. You know, we did like another two or three times and I was like one last time, you know, one time for the one time. And we went up there and I, I was up there with full confidence and it was awesome. Like I was like, you got this, Mary, you got this, Mary, you got this, Mary. That was that's what I was saying the whole time. But I'm new to the ski game. So I was skiing down the slope and there's this there's this kid, he's like he's behind me, but I'm like, he's picking up a lot of speed. And he wipes out right in front of me. And I'm new to this, so I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, telling myself I can do it, and my body's sort of kind of just doing what it's doing. And I hope for the best. But he fell in front of me, and that completely distracted me. So I had a choice. Focus on the path that I'm going, or focus on trying to avoid this guy. Because literally, my skis were going right for his head. So I, of course, decided I just need to get away, like, as far away as I can from this kid, because I don't want to hurt him. So what I do... Is I move my body completely in the other direction. And guess what? I take out like four fences. And I am completely like my arms and my legs are tangled up in the fence. And then I just, I was trying to move. And then I just laid there again. And then I was just trying to call for instance anybody that was passing by. And then like a girl wiped out next to me. And then she was able to get up because I guess she had core strength. I have no... My belly is just, there's nothing there. Like, Sopranos are, Sopranos have strong legs. I have strong legs, but no core. So I was just laying there, and it was, it was really a shame. I couldn't even reach the, the skis. I couldn't even reach the skis. My, my little belly was just like, nope, you're not gonna get through. And I, I couldn't even unlock the skis, so I was just laying there. And then I called some girl over, and I was like, can you please help me? Can you please take off my skis? And she's like, no problem. She took off the skis, and then I walked down, and we left. Because it was just... I didn't want to push my luck because that was already just a bad situation. And, um, so then we were taking off, like then we were leaving and then we went to the area, like the changing area to like take off the, the, what are they called? The, of course the skis, uh, the, the skis and like this, like the guy that was helping us originally that was giving me attitude that I was already annoyed with. Um, we were like, can you please help us? You know, because we couldn't take off the skis. And then he helped my friend take off the boots. And we were having a really difficult time. And he only took off one boot and then walked away. And then, like I said, he was the one I had the issue with. And I said, he's awful. And then he turned around and he said, I heard in the corner of my ear what you said. And I was like, uh, blah, 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 blah. because like, honestly, like I talk a big game, but then if somebody hears it, like if, if I mean it, if like, I'm, I really want to, like, if, like, if you do something mean to me, I'm going to like come back at you, I guess. I don't know. That sounded so like weak. I'm going to come back at you, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're going to insult me, I'm going to say something back and be like, no, you know, I'll say something back. But like he, maybe in his mind, he thought he wasn't sassy, whatever. I didn't want to like call him awful where he heard it. I just wanted to say it and he didn't hear it. And he came back and he was like, yeah, I heard in the corner of my ear. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to like, he's going to say it like that. I called him awful. And apparently my other friend was like, I need help. And then he like came over and helped her. And I was like, oh, thank the heavens, because I didn't want to argue with this guy. And I was about to say like, no, I, I, I said that you were awesome. Like, I was ready to say that. It would have been so weird. He'd been like, you think I'm awesome? But he was awful. And then he just literally helped my friends take off her other boot. And I'm over here struggling with my boots. 
And honestly, like, Sopranos, when, like, I have no patience for inanimate objects, to be honest with you. After a while, I just get angry. So I just, I ripped the boots off and I almost broke both my ankles. But I was, I was so angry I couldn't get them off. And, like, I don't throw, like, a, a hissy fit. I mean, I don't punch anything, but I'll just, like, get really angry and just start flailing my arms and stuff like that. So I didn't want to be, like, an angry arm flailing too, man. I just wanted to take off the boots but after a while like it's it's no joke it's just gonna be brute force that's what i do like if something doesn't close i just shove it in there or i kick it or i throw it really hard you know and with the boots they weren't coming off so i was like if i break my ankles i break my ankles because i need to get this off and i'm getting really angry and really flustered with it flustered so yeah but overall it was a great time it was a really great time and i think when i go back when I go back, I'll be ready for the large slope and I will keep you guys updated because I one it's one of my it's one of my dreams. I guess my smaller dreams is to go on the the lift. So I'm excited to do that, but I just wasn't ready. I mean, I was barely not barely making it down, but I just I need to become more comfortable with the small the baby slope and then I can move up to the adult slope. But that will be next time. Um oh, Okay, I I watched the Britney documentary. Um, and I have some thoughts on it. It's so tough to, like, make, make a really, you know, because I'm trying to see both sides. Like, I, I really try to see both sides. Like, she's had, you know, a lot of trouble, you know, in her life and, you know, she has kids. So, I like, that's sort of kind of like the argument for the father to want to you know, keep her under the conservatorship is, you know, what what a transition. I gotta say, what a transition. I just went skiing and I was like, the Britney documentary? Um, I don't know, because I don't live in their house, so I can't say, you know, what's right, what's right or wrong, but my opinion on it is that, like, she's on the conservatorship where the father makes all the decisions for her, like, where she goes and what she does and, like, controls her money, and I don't know how I feel, I don't know how I feel about that, because it was fine when she was performing, and making money, you mean to tell me like she's, she's, they're saying she's mentally not well, but she can perform, you know, maybe six or six days a week. I mean, if you have, you know, some mental, mental things you're going through, I don't think you're going to be able to perform every day and make money like that, you know, and the fact that she's doing that, that's not a problem. You know, if she, if she was so not able to make her own decisions, you mean to tell me she's able to perform? So, like, that's really, I mean, I could see if, like, maybe Brittany would have to have, like, some, some counsel, like, some, I mean, like, they make the decisions for her, so that's, that's why it becomes tough. And then, there's, like, some weird kind of thing where she was doing well, and then all of a sudden, she was back in, um, they put her back in, like, a, a rehab facility, or... And it's sort of kind of just weird because she's doing well and then all of a sudden, like, is that to make it look like she needs it? I don't know. It's it's like, it's so, from watching that though, you get a really good insight into, you know, like her side of it. But, and, and then you, they, they showed a performance where she was supposed to come out and she like walked right through the crowd and left. So it's just, I wonder what, what, what really is going on there. And I just, I just hope that she... Is able to make more of her own decisions. Like, I don't see, like, what's wrong with her having to, like, consult some people about some of the things she does. But if it's just, like, going out, if she wants to go out or if she wants to spend some money, like, it's her money. 
you know, as long as she's not spending it on anything that could hurt herself, like, I, I don't see why she needs complete control over her life. Like, I don't agree with that. Because, like I'm saying, if she can perform and do all these things, is she really not able to make her own decisions? That's hard for me to believe. So, that's my stance on it. It's a very interesting documentary, but you sort of get... You know you get her side, you don't really get his side, but I don't know. He, I've heard a lot of bad things about the father. So I just hope, like, things are, things go the way it's supposed to with her. I like Britney Spears, um, and that documentary really shows, like, how awful she was treated, like, in the spotlight. Like, her and Justin Timberlake were together, and they broke up, and then they were saying things like, what did you do to cause this? And freaking Martha Wallace, or what was her name? Martha Radatz? I don't know, I don't know who it was. But they were, they had a governor of somewhere, or a senator, maybe a mayor, but was like, I don't like Britney Spears. Um, if she got hit by a car tomorrow, it would be good for all of us. And it's like, they played that in their interview, and the woman was like, yeah, you could see why she feels that way, right? Because you're such an awful influence on children. And they made her cry. They made her cry. And she was like, ew, that's gross. Like, she was really upset. And I would be too. Because that's literally somebody saying, yeah, I mean, you're such a bad influence on children. You should get hit by a bus. And it would be fine. And it would be a better world without you. Like, how do you say that about someone, first of all? And then they played an interview to her face. Like, that's just disgusting, honestly. It's disgusting. She was so upset by that. Like, then you cut it out of the interview. And you don't even ask that kind of question just to make, make her feel bad. And the, the interviewer was like, you know, you see why she feels that way, right? Britney Spears isn't, isn't a, any child's parent. You're the parent. If you don't want them to see that and you don't like that they're saying, it's Britney, bitch. You know, if you don't like that, don't let your children see it. Britney Spears is not their parent. And if they're looking at Britney Spears to, you know, for making decisions in their life, that's, that means you're not doing a great job with parenting. So that's on you. They literally said it'll be it'll be right if you died because you're a bad influence on children. That's not that's not her her problem and you got to do some really uh some soul searching. You know, if you think that that's a problem. But yeah, it was it was just sad watching that and I just I just think that a lot her childhood was like taken away from her. I mean, you know, she was doing what she loved, but then it's just I don't know how that the celebrity kind of life after a while doesn't take a huge toll on your mental. And that's a lot. And especially if you don't want it anymore. Like, it, it just seemed like she didn't want it anymore. And then everywhere she goes, you know, people are throwing themselves in front of her car and stuff. And it's just sad. And especially when you have people constantly trying to, like, get you in a vulnerable vulnerable position and then take advantage of you. It's it's sad. So I just, I feel bad for her. And I really hope that she's Okay. But I'm not going to conspiracy theorist this whole thing. That's just what I took from it. And they treated her awful. And they treated women awful back in the day, too. I mean, just the things that they would say. And, like, it was very over-sexualized. Like, your boobs look great. You know, that's what everybody's talking about. How do you say that? But it, that, that's, that is how it was back in the day. I remember growing up. I mean, that was just normal on television. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that's changing. Because they treated her so disrespectfully. So if you watch that, you can watch out for that. But, the, you know, that governor that... I mean, it would be alright if you died. I mean, are you kidding me? So I watched that. So, 
you know, you watch it, you send me an email. Let me know how it goes for you. Where was I going next? Where was I going next? Um, and then, so if you're like into comedy, Chris D'Elia put out a short clip on YouTube about, you know, him coming back. Not, I guess not coming back, but his like first kind of uh, public statement since that whole scandal happened with him and how he was supposedly with you know, underage girls, but then, you know, then he's saying everybody was of age, and, and then he was just saying that he, you know, he has, you know, a problem with sex, and that everybody was of age, but then he has, like, a, you know, a woman that he just married, and they have a baby, I don't know if they're married, I think that they just have a baby, but he was just saying, like, he's sorry, and I don't know, I'm nobody's judge and jury, uh, I don't know if it was genuine or not. And it's not my place to say, oh, give this guy a chance. Don't give this guy a chance. I mean, I don't know what really happened. Um, he did say that, you know, he was with a lot of women and stuff like that. So, I mean, I hope he gets his, his life on track because he has a kid now. But, you know, there was like a lot of like women posting their, you know, messages from him. But I mean, you know... And then, and then some people are saying, were they really underage? Were they not? But, you know, he he was being a skis. That's one thing. So, I mean, I just, I think his, I think his reputation and his, you know, I think he's done for. Like, even if it wasn't, you know, people that, were, like, women that were underage, girls that were underage, it's, that's, like, the stigma that's always going to follow him. So, I just, he was, like, on top of the, the comedy, the comedy mountain. And I, he took a tumble all the way down and I don't know if he's ever going to recover. And I don't, I honestly don't think he is. But yeah, I don't know really. I watched it and I was like, hmm. You know, it's interesting to hear his side of it, but I don't know. I don't know. I think his career is done. But I wonder if he's going to get back into podcasting again. So. We shall see about that. We shall see about that. So it was an interesting video to watch. Also, if you watch that, you know, shoot me an email. You know, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. And we can discuss. What is going on back there? There's going to be a catastrophe back there. I'm telling you, just give it a few minutes because I have two cats over here that don't get along. Oh, she's looking for trouble. Splitty, come over here. Splitty. She tripped on a, on a pile of clothes. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to hit some current events, peeps. Ugh, peeps, that sounded awful. But I'm not going to delete it. This is the real me. This is who I am, people. Love me or hate me. This is who I am. Love me for who I am. This is my truth. Splitty out, boy. She's out. Oh, this, uh, this woman on Jeopardy, this is, I mean, it's awful. I shouldn't, I was, I was, not I was so close to saying, I was literally just going to say it was on the tip of my tongue. This is fantastic. It's not fantastic, though. It's sad, but pretty much really awesome, though, at the same time. So this woman on Jeopardy, like, you know, like, uh, they say, hi, my name is Frank, and I, I own a car store. I mean, not a car store. I mean, I own a, 
I own a mechanics place. Not a mechanics place. I own a... I own an auto body place. And I've been there for 20 years. Like, that's like their intros. It's just like normal. Or like, I'm a librarian. And I met Thomas Edison when I was working in the library in my first year. It's like something like that. You know, it's a, little, a sweet little tidbit and you move on. Or I have eight kids. You know, and then it ends. But this woman says... For her intro... I fell out of a bus twice on crutches. And I don't know. I don't know who gets more respect from me. Wendy Williams with the fart burp combo. Or this lady. That had crutches twice. And fell out of a bus twice. I must say that is pretty awesome. And not that I wish I seen it. But I did wish. I did wish I saw that. Because it's definitely not funny when it happens. But probably after it's... I'm not going to say funny. Because I know one day somebody could chop this up and then destroy me. Like this... this, The stuff I say that I just said maybe could probably destroy me in the future. Like the headline. Do you know Mary... Mary Grace laughs at people falling out of buses with crutches? That's not the case, people. But it's just a funny image, Okay. Just imagine me then. If you don't want to laugh at somebody else, you could you could just imagine me uh, hopping off a bus with crutches and busting my ass. Hey, I'm cold. I gotta watch for these cats, man. But yeah, I, I knew uh, what's also very funny, but shouldn't be funny. But it. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, stop! Stop! Splitty, get out of here. You know, I told you it was gonna happen, people. It's just a matter of time. You know, I knew a girl with the neck cast, and I mean, it shouldn't be funny, but the word neck cast is funny, and then the way it looks is just really funny, you know? But I never laughed in her face, because that's, that's actually bullying, and I don't believe in that, but I'll be like, hey, girl, and then she would take, like, five minutes to turn around, and like I said, that's just one of the memories that will be in my mind forever, and, like, I'll die with that memory, and I'm happy I will, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, so that was her entrance, that was her, not her entrance, that was her intro, and I think that that was awesome. Like, what, you know, nobody cares if you own a bagel shop for 20 years locally. You know what I mean? I, I care that you fell out of a bus with crutches. That's, that's cool as hell. Put some respect on her name. R-E-S-P-E-C-K. Thank you, Aretha Franklin. Because I was having, I was having some trouble there. I was like, because And then I just like, oh, you know, the K goes there. I mean, if you know me, you know, I don't, I wouldn't laugh if you fell out of a bus with crutches. Don't. Don't be like, oh, I don't want to be friends with her anymore. She sounds mean. That's not the case. If you felt, I wouldn't laugh. Maybe when I got home. But I wouldn't laugh when it happens. Okay, people? I'm not evil. Let me move on because now I'm just... It's like I'm digging a bigger hole and it's like now I'm seeing less of the light as I go further down. You know what I'm saying? You know what show like really, really, really pisses me off? It's pissing me off. The Masked Singer. My whole family watches it. It's like the Super Bowl for the whites. You know, they they love that. They love Masked Singer. And, you know, it's so ridiculous. Like, they have... Like, honestly, like, the the costumes are really cool. Like, they have, like, little wildebeests and little... Little one-eyed cyclopses and little, like... They have, like, one of those Russian eggs... Uh, they also had like uh, a frog with a, a pimp outfit on. And wait, before I get into that, 
my my aunt she was like look at this video and she showed me and it was like on the mask singer and it was like a, a monster taking off its its head and she was like you're not gonna believe who's under there and i was like who and it was like all you see is like this little green little green fuzzy object and it's like come here baby it was kermit kermit was under the mask in the mask singer a muppet a puppet muppet a friggin muppet bruh was under one of the masked singer one of the masked singers was under under the muppet was another muppet kermit your boy kermit was under the was under the mask was under the the costume mask he said, hey guys. And that was awful. That was, don't, that was awful. It was, uh, I'm just gonna do the, the use. Come here, baby. You know, it was, it was a Muppet under the Muppet. And that's why I can't watch that show. Because you're never gonna think Kermit the Frog is under one of there. Under one of those, those masks is Kermit the Frog. You would think it's a human at least. And then they have a Muppet. A friggin' Muppet. Under the costumed mask. Under the masked costume guy. Or a girl. Or thing. You know. And then the hints they give, it's like, Alright, here's the hints. And it's like the freaking squeaky ass voice. They're like, I, um, grew up in a house. And I have two parents. I hope you can find out who I am. <laughs> And it's like, what? So that narrows it down to about mm, maybe 9 billion people. That That is the most ridiculous. And they'll put like, they'll put like a, a banana peel like in, in the video. And it's like, hmm, do they like bananas? Uh, do they usually wear yellow shirts? It's like impossible. Impossible. And the next thing you know, it's like Janet Jackson under there. Like, how was I ever going to make the connection? And you they have a Muppet. What was his backstory? I date pigs. Uh, I'm green. I mean, are you kidding me? What, what were his hints? Let me see if I could Google that and find out what his hints were. Let's see. Kermit the Frog. Masked singer hints. Let's see. There's a whole article about it. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, Alright, so are they not gonna tell me? Or? Let me see. Let me see the clues. Wait, 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 wait. What has he been up to since his very public breakup with Miss Piggy? When did that happen? And why? He probably cheated on her with another Muppet. I think he was like that. I know my, my boy Kermit was doing all that. 
You gotta respect Miss Piggy. I think she's a real one. Or maybe she was chilling with, with the Grouch. With the guy who hangs out in the dumpster. <sighs> he has anger issues. Um, Alright, let's see. Now they're just listing Kermit's accomplishments, which is just... Can you please tell me what the hints were? Ugh. They, like, made a, made a, a, a statement that he likes meatballs. And you're supposed to connect that to the Swedish chef. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's virtually impossible. And you're, you know, if you're going to guess, you're going to, you're not going to say, you know, maybe, just maybe there's a Muppet under there. You're never going to think that. So, you know, that's why I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, people. It's just too much. It's too much on my mental. I can't do that. Um, and then, and then I watched the Meghan Markle interview. And then, so my, my take on that, honestly, I don't know what, what to believe because you're only getting her side of the story and I would like to get the royal side of the story too. And I just feel like, like I love before the interview, she was like, uh, none of these, you know, we didn't go over any of these questions. I don't, I don't think that's the truth. So that already like, that put me in a weird place for that interview because I was like, you know, is that is that the truth? Did, did she really not know the questions? I don't think... Why would she do that? You know, why would she go into a situation where, you know, something could potentially, like, have a bad, you know, result for her? Like, that it, w it would be something, you know... She, maybe she would say something or Oprah would say, hey, Oprah would say something that would be bad for her, her reputation. I just don't... I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get into what I, what I think was right, what I think was wrong, what I think, I don't know. I, I, I haven't, I didn't go to the Royal Castle. Um, I didn't chill out with Sir Lancelot. Um, I didn't see the, the dudes with the big fuzzy hats. I don't know. So I can't, and I don't know her personally, so I'm not going to say, oh, I think I'm right. But I would just love to see, like, what the royals would have to say and then try to, like, dissect in the middle. Like, what is what? But just the whole, I we didn't know any of the questions ahead of time. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But the fact that, like, there's some things I was like, hmm, but then you have Harry backing her up. So why would he just go against his family if it wasn't the truth? Um, But she said something, like, she said that she was thinking about committing suicide. And, like, there's some people like, well, she, you know, I mean, I don't think that's anybody's place to, like, Say, I don't know if she was. And I, I think I can absolutely believe that, honestly, because they were just Megxit, Megxit, Megxit. And they were just like, they they spoke about even in the interview that um, Pippa Middleton, Pippa Middleton, Middle, Middletown was having avocado toast. And they were like, oh, look at, look at Pippa. She's eating avocado toast. It's very popular here, you know, and it's become a trend. And then they had um, Megan, Megan with a Y? awesome uh megan eating the avocado toast and they were like she's eating the avocado toast and there's kids dying from picking avocados and they got nothing to eat like they literally made the story like that she was 
creating in like an avocado famine from eating avocado toast like they were really ripping her ass a new one i'm tr- like honestly like the british the brits they were really they were on her like everything she did it was you know they they there there's a lot of bad press and i mean like i said with the uh, connecting that back to the britney spears i don't know how much of that you can take like being in the public eye and then just the constant the constant name calling and the constant you know, just imagine going online and reading all these awful things about yourself and, then, you know, that some of it's not even true. So, I definitely believe that she was suicidal. I can see that. That's just a lot of pressure to have on any human being. And, yeah, I just hope, you know, whatever's right happens in that situation. I, I don't know. I just have a weird feeling. I was talking to this. I, w- I was talking to this. I was talking about this with my dad and then we both think that that's going to come back to bite them in the ass. I don't know how, but... It's just weird. And then they were talking about like their new streaming, you know, service they're putting out. And it's like, hmm, like, I wonder what what was the real motive of that interview? Because she's been out of the spotlight, like they ripped her a new one. And then she was out of the spotlight for like almost a year now with COVID and everything. Like nobody was talking about them. So I don't know why they would do that. Like, why would they just willingly put themselves back in the spotlight again unless they wanted to? Unless she really felt like it was important for her to tell her side of the story. But other than that, why would you throw yourself back in the in this place that was very difficult to get out of so but you know what I took from that interview there should there should be like a royal face-off Harry versus William it'll be a toupee match whoever can like slap a toupee on the other wins or you have Megan versus the Queen baby I would buy a t-shirt for that event honestly I'll be like um crikey and um Muppets and and yeah 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 you twat you know I would be just screaming a bunch of weird words that I think sound great with a British accent honestly I would be like maybe I'm not gonna lie like if the tickets were a thousand dollars I'm buying tickets bro if it's gonna be Meghan Markle versus the Queen come on and put them in like a boxing match with like funny objects like you know uh, whipped cream or my cat's eating their food back there but um you know like give them not whipped cream I got... that's like a little weird I mean not whipped cream I was gonna say a bowling ball but not that either um like funny objects like you know like a, maybe a trampoline put a trampoline in there You know, maybe like a slip and slide, like a greased up slip and slide. I just think it would be really cool. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but I just think like that would be the battle of the century. I think that would be like the blockbuster hit. Like that'll be bigger than who just came out of retirement. Uh, Mike Tyson and that and that that bald guy. I don't know what his name. John Alexander. They were going at it and that was awful. But I mean, if they had Megan versus the Queen, oh my gosh, that would that would like just create so much unity with like us and the Brits. Even though we're all right, but I just mean like that would bring America and the and the Brits together. You know, we can all root for someone. And I just think that would be amazing. And you know, everybody. I don't even know where I was going with that, honestly. But seriously, if they were like a thousand dollars a ticket, Meg versus the Queen. Megxit, 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 the queen, the queen, the queen. You know, and then they crown whoever wins will become the actual queen. Like, that would just be wild, man. Well, I guess that's something for me to dream about tonight.
but I just think that would be I think the world would I think the world would explode after that I just think that would be just too much for the world to handle you know for the you know Meg putting the queen in like a headlock and then the queen dropping an elbow on Meg it would just be Meg and then you have like maybe maybe Pippa Pippa Middleton I know that she's like there's a lot of drama between Pips and and Meg and maybe like Pippa is a, you know refereeing and then she does some dirty refereeing and then like then you know the queen the queen sits out and then like her and Pippa go at it it would just be awesome like there's so many possibilities But yeah, I would just, I wouldn't even go in voting for anybody. I'd just go in with an open mind and an open spirit. And I would just like have like, maybe they'll sell like half shirts, like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, the queen with her, her, her hands up and then Meg with her hands up like verses. And I would just buy a cool t-shirt and just, you know, snort some cocaine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do that. But I, I just mean like that, that would be just be such an event. You know, so I, I think I'd have to do something wild, like maybe get like a, you know, Meg versus the Queen tattoo on my back or something. I don't know. I don't know where this was going. This is just this is just getting out of control. But I, I mean, you see how excited I am about that? I would buy a foam finger, a t-shirt. You know. I just, I'd have to, I'd have to go buck wild. Like, I think like people are like, if you've ever seen me at my wildest, I think that would be like a wild night for me. So I, I like I said that would be the biggest blockbuster of the century I think maybe of 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 a lifetime not even a lifetime I think of all like that's like you know you would say like oh Abraham Lincoln versus George Washington like that would be cool whatever you know but th these two that would be awesome and then you have you know Meg with her you know American accent and then you have the Queen like Meg Meg Meg's gonna be like um excuse me Queen you know she's very you know she talks very proper it would just be like. Just wonder what would happen, you know? I think if the world wouldn't explode, I think my mind would explode. And I think I would be able to die happy. I don't know. I think about this stuff too much, honestly. I should be worried about getting a job and, and settling down, having kids. And I'm just, I'm over here thinking about, what if, like, the queen fought Meg in a battle royale? You know what I mean? I guess it's a shame in a way. I don't know. It makes me laugh. I went to Top Golf. That was cool. I I hit a ball so hard. I thought it was going to like leave the place. And that makes me smile because that's one of my dreams and I'm getting there people. I only hit like 3 balls, but one of them went. One of them went. And then my other friend swings the golf, the golf club like a baseball bat. It's awesome. It makes me smile. Somebody at my job got hit with a forklift. That was awful. I had to explain to my boss. Well, I was going over there, and then the lady's okay, I hear. But thank thank God for that. But I, I was going to the bathroom, and they were blocking the bathroom. She was crying. I didn't know what was going on. And there were, like, guys wearing all black with the American flag thing. And I was like, they must have robbed the place while I was over there. And I was like, damn, I missed it. And then, uh, and then I realized it was an ambulance, and I was walking towards the bathroom. They were there, and I, I pulled a Homer Simpson, and I, like, walked back into the... You know, I put my hands up and walk back slowly. Because that's just what I do in situations where it's uncomfortable. And I didn't do it on purpose or to be funny. It's just my natural reaction. Which is probably bad. But yeah, I, I backed up and then I told my boss my boss doesn't speak English. So I was just, I was like, 
you know, uh, I'll I'll change the name to Protect the Innocent. And uh, I was like, uh, Margarita Forklift. And then my boss was like, oh, Margarita, Mar- Margarita's husband's husband die. And I was like, wait, husband's husband? And she was like, no, 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 no. Husband, wife. Uh, Margarita, husband, not husband's wife, husband, sister, die. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awful. Oh, that's so sad, you know? And then I just stopped the conversation because she did not understand what I said. And I don't know what was going on, honestly. And then my other boss came over and told her what happened. And then she told me, she goes, Mary, Mary, Margarita, forklift. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, it it was awful. Thank God I didn't see it. But she's okay, so... But what is going on in my life, you know? If you're ever wondering, you know. Coworker got hit by a forklift. Um, what a shame. What a shame. But she's okay, so I'm happy. That's all that matters, you know? But, you know, this this pretty much wraps it up, man. It's It's been a fun podcast. I have some cool stuff happening and, you know, in the works. I did a voiceover for something. I'm not going to tell you a lot about it because it's one of my friend's projects and it's awesome. I'm so excited for it. I had so much fun and I just can't wait for that to come out and for it to be shared with the world. I'll keep you updated on that as it gets closer. I'm doing stand-up in a month. I'm doing a show and I'm super excited. And it's going to be filmed, so if people can't come out, you can watch it. So I'm super excited for that. And yeah, so I'm just, I'm going to get my stuff together, write some funny stuff. And maybe even, you know, take some stuff from the podcast. Because there's been some things that even, you know, that make me laugh. And as long as it makes me laugh, you know, you have to be authentic. So if it comes from your heart, comes from your heart. If it comes from your heart and... People, you know, people need to see that you're authentic. And that's what I hope to bring to the table. Um, so, yeah, a lot of fun and exciting things coming up. I'll keep you guys updated that updated on that as it happens, as it gets closer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Uh, I'm happy to be back. And I'm hoping for this to be weekly. It's just that, you know, sometimes I don't have enough. So, well, I love you guys. Peace out. I hope you have a great weekend, week, night, day, day and night. Mm-mm, the lonely stoner keeps dreams in his mind. My, that was awful. That's awful. I'm going to stop there because it's just getting bad. It's not really much for me to say. But thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Peace out. Peace out, Muppets. Uh, You know. Come here, baby. Good night, guys. I'll see you soon. I'll, talk, I'll speak to you next week. I think I'm going to throw up from the bubble tea now. So, I will leave. Goodbye.